Welcome to Feed Your Health, a weekly podcast with your host, Morgan Shepard, where we'll be taking a deep dive into the big dial movers of health, focusing on movement, nutrition, and stress management. You'll get tangible takeaways, tactical knowledge, and exclusive stories to inspire and empower you on your transformational health journey. Let's get thriving. Welcome to the podcast. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about what I would do if I were starting from scratch with my nutrition, with eating better, that would have the most impact. If you wanna have the biggest impact on your nutrition going into the new year, the biggest thing that I think that you should focus on is protein. And for a couple reasons. The first one being that protein is the biggest thing that can help you stop cravings. Protein actually makes you feel full longer. It's slow digesting, so it actually sits in your body longer as your body works to digest it. And by doing that, it's actually going to keep you full longer. So if you're starting your day off with a large dose of protein, you're actually going to be full longer throughout the day. That's actually going to be one of the biggest things that can help you if you experience a lot of sugar cravings, salt cravings, those kinds of things. Obviously there are other factors at play, but protein is the biggest one that you can have the most impact on when you are thinking about things to add or tweak within your nutrition. The second reason that protein is so important is because it is the building block of muscle. And when you are active, you are essentially tearing the muscles in your body by doing various activities, right? So when you eat protein, that will help repair the muscle damage that you've caused from whatever activity you've done. Protein is helping you repair the muscle damage that may have happened during activity and also build new muscle after that. Muscle is actually the biggest thing that can help you stay stronger as you age. It's one of the things that we start losing faster than anything else. Muscle is going to keep you strong, stable. It's gonna hold your body together. It's gonna make sure that you can avoid injury or if you do experience injury, you can recover faster. By eating protein, you're actually allowing your body to keep that muscle, right? So that you're not losing it as you age, so that you're not losing as much muscle as you would if you were not eating protein. If you're active, it's very important for you to be meeting your protein needs. You also want to make sure that you're pairing your protein consumption with adequate carbohydrate consumption. There is a lot of stigma around eating carbs, and I just wanna let you know that you absolutely do not want to eat low carb. I mean, there are sometimes there are reasons why you might wanna eat low carb, but for the most part, if you are an active human or you want to be active, it's going to help you make sure that you're meeting your nutritional needs that are required for the activities that you're trying to do. A third reason why eating protein is really important is because it's actually gonna help you stay more focused. It's gonna help you keep from experiencing brain fog and fatigue and exhaustion. And like I said before, if you are eating enough to support your activity and you're eating enough to support all of your body's functions, then you're actually going to be eating enough to feel more energized. And that'll help you carry yourself throughout your day. If you don't eat enough protein, you're very likely going to experience things like increased hunger, you might be angrier, you might be a little bit more on edge. You might be more tired, more exhausted. You might experience more fatigue. I know from personal experience, in the beginning when I was doing triathlon, I was not tracking macros. I was not really paying attention to what I ate. I just thought, oh, I work out a lot. I can eat whatever I want. But looking back, now that I've played with tracking macros a little bit more and I've gotten a bigger base of knowledge around my nutrition and just how to fuel my body as an athlete, I was not eating enough protein. 
Now, I thought I was. I would have a protein shake after every workout, but that wasn't enough to support the activity that I was doing. I might've been training six to 10 hours a week and I wasn't eating enough protein to support that. I thought I was eating enough and I thought I was eating enough carbohydrates. But now looking back, I can see that I really wasn't meeting my needs. And that's probably why if you look at a lot of endurance athletes, they're very lean. They don't have the same amount of muscle definition or build as like a bodybuilder or someone who does more, you know, sports that don't require long bouts of movement, right? And that's usually because they might not be eating enough to support that activity level. I know a lot of pro triathletes, they're eating up to 3,000, 4,000 calories a day because of the amount of activity that they're doing. Now, obviously, if you are just someone who is sitting on the couch and you're kind of sedentary, you don't need to be eating that much but you do actually need to be eating protein and you do need to be eating a fair amount of protein. And it is very possible that you might not be eating enough protein. So from my own personal experience, I thought I was eating enough, but I really wasn't. And most clients that come to me, I've noticed, they also usually are not eating enough protein. It's not the first thing they think about, right? They are trying to eat healthier. So they think eat less, eat salads, cut out carbohydrates, cut out fats. And they're not thinking about what to add into their diet. They're more focused on the societal trends that have taught us that we should be smaller, eat less, and all of those things, which don't get me started on that today. That's a different topic for another day. But essentially, a lot of us have been taught in the past that if we eat protein, we're going to bulk up. And I'm going to tell you right now, it is very hard to bulk up. It is very hard to bulk up. <laughs> You can work for years and still not get the same muscle definition as like a bodybuilder or someone who is, you know, pushing max amount of weight all the time, right? So like you may want to build. I've been trying to build for the last couple of years and it is a process. It is a process of learning how to eat more and moving my body more so that I can digest faster so that then I can eat more, right? A lot of clients come to me with the fear of bulking and that's just not gonna happen. You may want it to happen, even if you're trying for it to happen, it's not gonna happen right away. It's a process, it's a slow growth and you have to learn how to do it in a structured way. And a lot of people never really learned how to eat for their body. And the only reason that I did was because this is something I became passionate about as a triathlete, I was like, how can I improve my performance? What is the best path towards me being able to perform at a higher level? A lot of people never learned how to eat for the activities that they're doing. So of course you're like, but what do I eat? How much do I eat? How much protein should I be eating? So I like to tell clients to eat roughly 30 to 35 grams per meal, right? And maybe you're having three, three meals and a snack a day. So that's gonna be about one gram per pound of body weight. And you can sort of visualize that as one to two palm size of protein per meal. So if you're having three meals, then you can see that as that, and a fourth meal being like a smoothie or a protein shake or something like that that has 20 to 35 grams of protein in it. Now, obviously, if you're vegan like me, you are going to have to eat a larger quantity of food in order to get the same amount of protein as someone who's eating from an animal source. So for example, the amount of tofu that I have to eat in order to get 30 to 35 grams of protein is gonna be a larger size 
than like a palm size. So you can't measure that in quite the same way. But what I like to do is I like to read the package and figure out, okay, how many grams of protein in the package? And if I divide it, how many meals can I get out of that in terms of grams? And then I can look at it from that size and get an estimate that way. Another thing to think about, if you are vegan like me, we should be getting our protein from a variety of sources. So if you are a non-vegan, usually when you're thinking about a meal, you're going to think, okay, here's my plate. I'm going to pick my protein first, and then I'll add my starchy carbohydrates and my vegetables and have a little fat, right? So that's your plate. Now, it's a little bit harder if you're a vegan. I mean, you could eat an entire block of tofu, but like your body is not gonna wanna digest that. So it, it's more beneficial for us to eat a variety. So like if I'm making a meal, I'm gonna try and get protein from the tofu in it. I'm gonna think about the beans, which has a little bit of protein in it. It is mostly carbohydrates, but they do have a little bit of protein. So I can sort of factor that in. I might add some nuts. I might add some seeds. I might add some kind of like vegan butter or vegan cheese cheese or yogurt to add a little bit more protein. And then I also factor in the protein that comes in the grains or the protein that comes in the sauces. It's good to think in terms of, in more general terms of like, what are all the things that I've eaten today that have protein in it? Rather than this is my protein source. Like a person who is eating non-vegan sources of protein, they can eat a piece of meat and that's going to be their protein, right? So when you're thinking about meals, right? For example, breakfast. I like to really think about protein a lot with breakfast because breakfast is probably one of the hardest meals for a lot of people to get protein in because they're on the go, they don't have time. And it's really one of those meals that you could so easily not get protein from without paying some attention. I like to do yogurt parfaits are really good. You get the yogurt, the yogurt might have 17 to 20 grams of protein in it, depending on what kind of yogurt it is. Add a little bit of nuts, get some kind of granola that is protein heavy. Be careful with granola though, because it is cooked in oil, usually honey as well, and it's gonna be a little bit higher in fats. Just realize that, that that meal is then gonna have a higher fat content than say, some other meals throughout your day. So just think about that as you're putting your meal together. Some other things I like to have for breakfast, oats, obviously. I do like to mix in protein powder with my oats. It's taken me a while to figure out a protein powder that I actually like to mix into my oats. Play around with it and find one that works for you. Sometimes I find if you are making oats, cook the oats first and then add the protein powder because when the protein powder heats up, it gets a weird, taste and weird texture and sometimes doesn't work so well. Now, am I saying do this all the time? No, you don't have to do it all the time. But I like to prioritize protein first thing in the morning because then I know that it's going to affect the rest of my day and I will feel full longer in the morning if I'm consuming that amount of protein. But you can also do savory oats. I love to add a little sausage, a little egg, a little peas, maybe some beans to my oatmeal and mix it in with like some turmeric or ginger and soy sauce. Add some spices and some fresh herbs. It does not have to be a sweet breakfast. In fact, your body does better not having a sweet breakfast because you're not gonna spike your blood sugar. Some other breakfasts to think about, you could do like a breakfast sandwich. Everyone does a breakfast sandwich. Beans on toast, it's a very European vibe. You could do some kind of breakfast burrito, but try and think about ways that you can add more protein in at breakfast. 
And it doesn't even have, like, you could do smoothies in the morning if that's something that interests you. A lot of people don't really like to eat a lot. So I find doing breakfast smoothies with some protein powder inside, maybe doing a granola bar that's protein granola bar or has a little extra protein in it. That could be really helpful. Lunch, adding ground beef to things is pretty easy. Chicken, tofu to like a rice bowl or really large salad. If you are gonna have a large salad, I really do recommend having, you know, maybe some potatoes in it, maybe some rice in it, making sure that you're getting those carbohydrates. If you are an active person and you're gonna be moving your body, you really wanna support that throughout the day. Like if I know I'm gonna be working out in the afternoon, I'll have a little bit more carbohydrates in the morning or at lunch to support that movement that I'm gonna be doing later. It's really easy to throw in some protein in your sandwiches, in your wraps, those types of things. Usually for dinner, people like to do like a piece of protein and then pairing it with like grain, or potato, sweet potato, you know, some starchy carb of some kind, and then like a side of vegetables. I love to make sure that I'm eating the rainbow so that I'm getting a variety of vegetables. I know some people frown on doing that because they don't want to have to think too much about eating too many different items and figuring out how things go well together. If you struggle to figure out how to put a meal together so that it tastes good and you think is nutritious and is supportive of the activities that you want to be doing, grab my ultimate meal guide and I'm going to link it in the show notes. I share basically how to break down a plate, how to break down a menu so that you can create a shopping list and help you at the grocery store. In the ultimate meal guide, I also include a bunch of different flavor profiles that you can mix and match or play around with that can help you really make those meals that you're making more delicious without having to find a complicated recipe. I have a couple of things in there that are Italian or, you know, more Asian inspired or more South American inspired inspired, things like that, that you can look at the food items that you're making for your plate and just be like, I'm going to make this quick little sauce and throw it on top. And then you have a flavorful meal and it wasn't too much trouble. I think a lot of people get overwhelmed by the idea of having to find a recipe and cook something complicated when really food doesn't have to be that complicated. I know if you're cooking for a family, it can be more challenging, but a lot of these ideas you can expand on and make in larger quantities without it having to be too complex. Getting back to some examples of, you know, what you could have for snacks. I recommend after every workout having a protein shake that's going to help you get that protein that you need to help start repairing those muscles and working on recovery so that you're going to feel better later, right? I I was actually talking to a friend the other day about how she didn't eat after her workout and she didn't she ended up feeling nauseous and she was feeling very uncomfortable and was kind of like I don't understand why I'm feeling like this and it's because if you're not going to eat right after your workout your body goes into this state of I really need food I've just exerted a lot of energy I've depleted my stores and you need to refuel your body after you move it and you might think oh I just did an easy spin bike workout right but you have actually exerted yourself a lot more than you realize for your body's needs and you need to be refueling yourself. So after every workout, I always recommend having a protein shake for a snack and then maybe a little bit while later having a larger meal to bring back those stores that you've just depleted. A couple other ideas for snacks are things like protein bars, nuts, maybe a little bit of yogurt with some fruit, maybe a side of fruit with 
some nuts or some jerky, things like that. Cheese, if you are a dairy eater, there's also some vegan cheese. I don't know how high it is in protein, but check it out. So basically that's where I would start if I was looking to make a big impact on my nutrition in the new year. And you know, it doesn't have to be overly complicated, okay? I'm not saying jump in and add protein to every meal right off the bat. Look at your protein consumption as a whole. Maybe track your food for a week, maybe just think about it, but look at what you normally eat and sort of think about, okay, where am I getting my protein? Just start to pay attention a little bit more every time you have a meal. Be like, okay, does this meal have protein? Does this one have it? Lunch, breakfast, dinner, snack, pay attention. And the more that you pay attention, the more you can be like, okay, if I see that it doesn't have protein, I can start adding some in and start thinking about some examples. And maybe you sit down and you make a little list of like, okay, if I'm gonna have breakfast, these are the things that I like that have protein in them or that I can start having at breakfast that might have protein in them. So I'm not saying jump in and change everything all at once because that doesn't work very well. But if you reflect on what you're doing now, see where you can have some areas of improvement and then come up with some ideas so that you can start adding those things in. And then one of the things that I recommend to a lot of clients is maybe pick one meal a day that you focus on. If this is something that is new to you, I would start with dinner because it's usually the easiest thing to get protein in. You're probably already getting enough protein at dinner. If you notice that you are then getting enough protein at dinner, move to lunch, start focusing on that. Then move to breakfast and start focusing on that. But ideally you wanna be getting in protein three times a day, maybe four. If you're having that extra protein shake, it makes it super easy. You don't really have to think about it. You get 20 to 30 grams right away from that little shake. Slow build into it with each meal, each day. I like to have people think about it for three days a week instead of starting off with seven because it's three days a week seems reasonable. For one meal, three days a week, you're focusing on protein. I think you can manage that. Think about it prior to going to the grocery store. Maybe you make a list before you go of all the different things that have protein that you can add to your diet for the week and you do some shopping. It doesn't have to be overly complicated, but it is something that if I were making a change in my diet, if I was looking to improve, that would be the first thing that I would start focusing on. So hopefully some of this was helpful. I always love to think in terms of additive to your diet rather than subtractive because subtractive, like if you're trying to take away things from your diet, just feels so much more strenuous and stressful and additive kind of can feel exciting because you're like, oh, I get to try new things and maybe having savory breakfasts can be a new thing for you. Maybe having, you know, a little side of protein in the afternoon can be a new thing and you're excited about that. So find a way to make it fun, find a way to make it delicious and make sure to grab my meal guide in the show notes and I will talk to you next week. Ciao.